Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa Curry-Lowitz, and I'm here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to another episode of Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud. Today it is Wednesday, August the 19th, 2020. Today is also a very special episode where you will be getting me, yours truly, solo on the mic today. Special episode. This is my 88th episode. And when I think about that, I am just like, wow. Whoa, what an epic trip this past two and a half years of podcasting has truly been. I've recorded some incredible shows, some really, really great and insightful shows with incredible guests. I've learned so much about life and about perspective, about love, about loving myself and others, about fitness, food, and how to navigate through this crazy fucking life with integrity, right? And I I really hope that you feel the same way because this show has impacted more than just me, I, I believe. And that's one of the things I love so much about it is, you know, the openness of my guests and the vulnerability that I have also been able to share here with all of you and and the space that we continue to hold for each other, right? Because I always thought that, you know, lifestyle wellness podcasts held space for me and gave me a kickback. However, I just want to give all of you a shout out for tuning in today because this is really quite the opposite, you know, like it is all of you that are holding space for me. So thank you so much. 88 episodes. Wow. Mind is blasted. (laughs) And today I, I honestly wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about here, um, on the mic. I mean, I feel like there's so many things to share. Um, I knew that it was time for me to come on here solo and chat one-on-one with all of you lovely listeners. But as always, through my expansion over the last six months or so, maybe even longer, uh, I feel as though I'm in a massive, massive, huge shift myself. And I, I find myself questioning so much. And and what I want to share is always up for debate. <laughs> it's, it's really, it really is. So I want to, I want to touch on that. I want to touch on the shift of 2020 a little bit here. Now, this is not going to be like 2020 is the worst year ever. I don't even want to talk about COVID or the pandemic or anything like that, because regardless of the world health crisis that we're all, that we're facing right now, we are all moving forward, right? Life goes on and we're all facing new opportunity for growth in this life, whether we can see that or not, it is always there. There are always doors that can be open and shifts of any size to be had if we're willing to acknowledge and recognize them, right? 
And so I also must tell you a few personal stories. One, one big story uh, that's happened to me in the last four months or so that has really helped me with my perspective on my current set of beliefs and life agreements. And I'll explain that shortly. And lastly, I think for the show, I want to talk about my career pivot. So my career shift that is happening. So Elisa Unfiltered Performance Mindset and Awareness Coaching is now in its like launch phase. So I'm super excited about it. (laughs) And I want to touch a little bit on that um, more. Like last episode, I talked about it and I promised a little bit more detail. So I will add that to the end of this show. And I know a lot of podcasters and entrepreneurs and coaches and teachers, they start their shows with this big sales pitch. And that's not what I want to do because I know that my coaching is not for everyone. I know that what my course, my new online course has to offer is for people that are in the right uh, place and have, you know, that right willingness to work through some of their deep, dark and scary shit. And (laughs) that deep, dark and scary shit that's become a part of who they are. So have a listen to the show. And if you want to hear more about my new online coaching platform, which includes my signature course, then stay tuned. And you will know by listening to this episode if this course is right for you. And if anything I say in this show resonates with you, then keep listening for more details, okay? Because this might mean you are ready to make a big shift in your life. Okay, so let's get started. I want to talk about expansion here for a hot second. Because expansion seems to be a hot piping hot topic. It's like a clickbait word now. Uh, It's new. It's kind of overused, to be honest, in the world of that spiritual coaching and Instagram gurus. Uh, These people all over the world are using it. And today I want to use the word expansion within my interpretation of the word. Because like I said, it is super hot right now. But what in the frickin' hell does it even mean? What does it mean to expand? And here's why I want to talk about it, because when I first heard the word, I mean, like really heard it in the context of self-growth, I was sitting in my spiritual coach, Adele Stratton's office, and this was like five plus years ago or so, and I, I, I had just in that moment when she said the word, I had just opened a giant mental block in my mind, heart, space, soul, inside, whatever you want to call it. I had just opened a giant mental block. I had just brought my awareness to a locked door, figuratively speaking, inside of my heart. And I unlocked the door and opened it wide open. And using my awareness practice, I was able to let go of an old belief system that had been that I had been conditioned to, that I had been conditioned to believe about my dad, my dad. Now, yes, I've done a Daddy Issues podcast, which I talk about him there, but I don't talk about my dad very often anywhere on any of my platform platforms. And that's primarily because he's not in my life now that I'm an adult. So I don't really 
have a, I do not have a relationship with him. But I want to explain something about this because he has been incredibly important in my own personal expansion. And I think many, many, many people, many of you can find some resonance to this. So I'm going to talk about my dad today, (laughs) with whom, like I said, I do not have a relationship with in the context of, I want to talk about him in the context of him being a massive teacher in my life, (sighs) which in many ways I couldn't, I could never understand as a child. However, as a grown up, um, and how, and as I'm expanding my own vision of the world, I now see him as a key player to my personal growth. It's really interesting how things shift and how people that once caused so much pain and harm and, um, uh, I don't know what the word is. Let's just leave it at pain and harm in your life <laughs> and struggle are now can now be seen as as a, a teacher and a respected teacher and for that matter so i grew up believing that my dad was supposed to love me in a specific way right you know like be like a dad and do dad things and have you know a father daughter time and father daughter relationship and I I believed that he should just love me because I'm super awesome and he was my dad and that's what dads are supposed to do. They're supposed to behave in a certain way. Anyone else have the same belief? (laughs) Or does anyone else believe in filling a role with their own fantasy about a person in their life and how they should quote unquote behave? So I saw other dads taking care of their daughters. I watched movies about father-daughter relationships. I read books. And I I thought that because my dad didn't treat me the way other dads treated their daughters, that there was something wrong with me. That I was the problem. So here I was, a kid, and I felt not enough early on in my life. And I always thought that if maybe if I was different or maybe acted differently or was better in some way that he would love me more and treat me better. So of course my dad reinforced this by teaching me that love had to be earned. In other words, I needed, you know, like perfect grades and perfect behavior and perfect everything according to his view of perfection in order to get any sort of positive loving reinforcement. I may have given this example actually before in the show, but I can remember coming home from school. I think it was my grade 12 report card. So I was in high school for sure. I was also skiing on Team Canada at the time. So here I am, the super high performer in my life. And not only was I on the honor roll in high school, but I also had an average grade of 96%. That was my average in high school. And I remember coming home and showing him my report card and he looked at it. And at first he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything for a long time. And I just couldn't wait for him to be excited. I literally couldn't wait for him to be proud of me because 96%, let's face it, like I was one of the top students in the entire school. And when he finally spoke, what he said was, what happened to the other 4%? deflated, silenced, stunned, heartbroken. That's how I felt. 
it was it was through constant interactions like this one after the next that I developed the belief that love was not freely given and that it was always conditional. I didn't know what a condition meant though, but I knew that there was something I had to do better to be loved. In addition, my dad also left my mom. Um, it was it was kind of a crazy divorce departure. He left my mom for a secretary and he left the home when I was like 11, 12. This all kind of started happening between the ages of 10 and 12. Let's just put it that way. Now I'm not shaming him for his actions here. I think now I think he, you know, he was a, he's a grown ass adult and he's able to make his own grown ass decisions. And he did what he did for his, for, for him. However, under the belief that dads are supposed to be quote unquote X, Y, Z, when I was a kid, his departure was also confusing and very harmful for me. Like I, I didn't know I didn't know why this was happening and I blamed myself. So this was primarily because he left and he made it very clear that his new wife and his new relationship was a priority and that we weren't. <laughs> and we kind of became this like inconvenience and labeled as money hungry little shits sort of thing. So I immediately believed that I was a problem. If only I was better then maybe we, he would love me. I was 12. <laughs> so as I grew up, I, I actually was stunted at the age of 12 around my father. And I'm really curious to know if anyone else has had this experience um, in one way or another. Like, even when I was 30 years old, if I was ever around him, my voice would change. I became like a 12-year-old version of myself. It was like I was a different person. I acted like a child and I looked at him wishing for his approval. And of course, it never came. It never came in the form that I wanted it to. And he never said he was proud of me. And he never said I was beautiful or successful or that he thought I was great or any of those things that like, I still wished for it when I was a 30 year old. And then I would go home or, or leave the encounter with him, like thinking what the actual fuck just happened. <laughs> it was like, I would snap back into my 30 year old body and be like, why was I so different around him? It was like, what happened? Like why after, uh, you know, 18 years of not being of him not being in my life, am I still giving him this power? And am I stunted, you know, at this 12 year old version of myself, wanting that one moment of, of him to just see me, or whatever, <laughs> you know, like, if he actually said I was a beautiful woman or that he was proud of me or gave me a hug, like a genuine I see you hug, would that make up for everything? Is that, isn't that an interesting thought? So as I grew up, I mean, I just got ahead of myself there. So I'm going to go back to the growing up part. Because <laughs> as I grew up, I, I incorporated what I witnessed in my life and brought it forward into the present day as my belief system. So I would think and believe that it was okay for men that I loved to abandon me. That was okay. In fact, I was attracted to it in many ways. 
I would date men, I even married one, that would make me prove my worth and punish me and abandon me when I wasn't perfect. I'm using air quotes. I've been using air quotes a lot in this episode. Quote unquote, air perfect. <laughs> what a fucking cycle. Now I'm going to swear a lot in this episode too. Why? Because I have a headache and that's just the way life is today for me. So what a fucking cycle. But that is what I knew. The cycle of constantly being let down, hurt, ashamed, whatever the, those feelings are, having that deep feeling of unworthiness was what from a man, from my men relationship. And yes, this was a little bit in my female relationships as well. But in those loving male relationships, that was a learned behavior. I learned that. It was almost a skill that I learned. It was a skill that I developed over time and got really good at. And because I was really good at replaying that cycle, um, you could call it the cycle of abuse. I think I've called it a cycle of abuse because that's what happens. I put myself in situations um, that look really fancy with a big bow on top and then I open that tiny box or I open up uh, or share or get vulnerable and then the relationship disappears or it vanishes or I feel abandoned and it and I I keep attracting that same that same feeling right I keep replaying that cycle in different ways and yes it looks different from relationship to relationship but it was always the same uh ending where I was feeling abused and I was also abusing myself and that became my comfort zone so the skill was ultimately to keep believing in that definition of dad, air quote, and love, air quote, and air quote, how it's supposed to be, right? So let's fast forward to my moment of expansion. So in this whole entire process, so all the years of tormenting myself over how my dad treated me and how men treated me and how I was always to be blamed and I had to be better, etc., whatever, heartbreak, stunned, silenced, whatever. In that whole process, which I had absolutely no awareness of at the time, was that I learned how a man should treat a woman, primarily from my dad. However, because I agreed to it, so because I was young and I never witnessed love in any other way, I made an agreement that this was what love looked like, and I allowed his voice to become my own voice. So I went from watching my dad behave to agreeing that this must be love to then creating my own set of behaviors around what I think love should look like and feel like. And in the process of doing that, I went from being domesticated by him to being self-domesticated by me. All right, see that? His voice evolved into mine. I was domesticating myself to a certain set of rules that I believed were true at the time. And I was abandoning my soul and my well-being for the sake of someone else's rules, right? So these were his rules that I just like naturally absorbed as my own rules. So my expansion occurred the moment I was able to lift the veil of power of my belief around what the word dad meant. And I saw that in this moment. I was, I was, I saw that, 
I saw I was actually the one abandoning myself. I could see that separation. I could see that I had absorbed something that was not mine. It was not meant for me. I It wasn't serving me. And yet I was... I was still doing it like explosion, expansion. My expansion was in the opening up to the possibility that there is more than one definition of dad and that love was actually something different. And you know what? That I'm straight up a grown ass woman and I can make my own grown ass woman set of rules. Mm hmm. I love that saying. I am a grown ass woman. I'm a grown ass adult. And I'm going to keep saying it because I get to make my own rules. And this might sound like a rebellion. However, expansion is the action of becoming larger or more extensive. And in this case, growing. I finally grew up in the moment, in that moment. I grew out. I also grew down and in and I grew in all directions. (laughs) And in doing that, I was able to stand in my own expansiveness without a condition placed on it. So I could be myself without having a condition set to to who I am and how I'm supposed to behave. Now, we all go through moments of expansion. And these moments can be very freeing, but also (laughs) very scary. Why? Because making our own rules in theory sounds fucking amazing, doesn't it? Like, whoa, yeah, I want to live by my own set of rules. But are you living by your rules or are they someone else's? The reality is we when you when you step out of an old belief system and start to make your own rules, you don't know what to expect. You don't know what the outcome of your own decisions are going to be. So it can be extremely difficult to stand in your truth for the first time, for the first several times. My chair is really creaky today. Owning our own power and taking responsibility for what we believe is a big move. It takes courage and a certain willingness to stand up for what we know is not our truth for what we know is not our truth and then take time to redefine it. All right. So now I literally get to decide what I want to believe. Now I can see that. I mean, there are 400 bajillion belief systems out there. Why the hell am I stuck on this one that I didn't even write for myself? Right? If you want to look at it that way. And why am I letting this one shape my entire life and all of my choices and letting it cause so much pain and hurt and bullshit that cycle? I don't want to live like that anymore. Like, what? And this realization does not only apply to my beliefs in relationships, like my, my my dad relationship or my dad belief, but with everything. And it started in my spiritual coach's office when I realized it was it's that one moment that the way I so desperately wanted to be treated from my dad, ugh, it just wasn't working for me anymore. No, it was a hard no. And in order for me to expand, I needed to become aware and then detach from that learned pattern of behavior. 
Oh, so after that first massive expansion, life-changing perspective shift, what did I do? Well, I practiced my new skill of detaching from my old belief that was not created by me, but from my caretakers, my parents, my teachers, babysitters, etc. And I practiced the skill of rewriting a new belief in an unconditional, loving way. Did this take time? Yes. Was it hard? Yeah. My conditioning is strong AF. My patterns and behavior loops are part of my identity. They were part of who I believed I was. So, you know, letting go of that does does feel like a death. It feels like a you need to mourn and and grieve the loss of that part of you in order to, you know, grow anew. It's like the ashes to ashes, dust to dust scenario. That goes with our belief systems. Let me tell you. Now, you know, I have gone, I now respect my father for giving me life, but I have detached from the idea that he is my dad now. I mean, at first that was a complete foreign concept, but now I see it and I live it. And now I'm, 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 I'm not plugging my course just yet, but I want to say that everything that I did to recondition my beliefs and rewrite my story is part of the program. It's part of the learning that you'll receive within my six-week program. I'm going to get to that in a second because like, I, uh, for me, I needed guidance. I did not do this alone. I needed support. And in rewriting my story, I needed help It's a, because it's very deep and painful. There was a, a huge wound in my heart and... Um, Yet, I was able to heal and self-soothe, learning the skill to self-soothe and then recognize in other areas of my life that I also was self-sabotaging and self-abandoning and then tackle those and start to heal those. And it's just this upward spiral. So then doing the work in this particular one area at first, it opened my eyes to heal all of the other areas I once believed were broken inside of me. And the truth of the matter is, is that I was never broken. I know there's a lot of quotes out, the, out there that say, you're not broken. Um, I just believed that I was. And that is the belief for so many people out there. They think that they're broken, but you are not broken. It's your belief system that is broken. And it's it goes against your own personal knowing. It's Your beliefs aren't working for you. They go against who you are. And so you feel like you're broken because you're having these internal battles with yourself constantly. But that's just the old beliefs. They always win. It's time to change those up. Now, I want to talk about this vital lesson today about my dad because my journey with him was not over. I had another huge moment of expansion within my relationship to him this past March. So recently, there was another encounter. (laughs) And it was literally the week before the world shut down in March at some point. Um, I asked him, okay, so I did this thing. (laughs) And it was a very humbling experience for me. I asked him for financial help. I asked him to buy me an alkaline water machine because they're expensive and I, I couldn't afford it. And he can, or at least I believed he could. So I asked him to help me. And I asked him because drinking the water has actually started to change my life in many ways and it's helping me with my autoimmune presentation. And so I I had to do it. I reached out to him for help. I thought, what what is there to lose here? 
And again, this was a humbling experience. Let me tell you, here I am, a 38-year-old woman at the time. I'm 39 now. I was asking my dad for financial help. So yeah, I mean, I had to take a gulp, but I went for it because it's, you know, something that I really want in my life and need. Uh, and you know, what I, What did I have to lose? So we went for dinner. Now let me paint this picture because I have not been on a one-on-one -on -one date with my dad for like, I don't even know. I want to say eight years, maybe 10. I don't know. Before that, we tried to do these like lunches. And I mentioned this in my Daddy Issues podcast for sure. Uh, we went on like four or five lunches together. But my stepmom sort of kiboshed that one because she felt excluded. And my dad chose her. He said, this is my wife and she feels excluded. So I'm no longer going to have lunch with you. And that was a heart crushing moment for me. I was very upset. Um about that so this was like the first time since then since that encounter that I'd gone out with him so we go for dinner and I feel like any other time I was with him I'm with my sister or my brother or my niece so there's like a buffer person this was like actually meeting with a stranger a little bit it felt weird like I mean I saw him when we hugged and it was really interesting because this was the first time in my life that I didn't have the sense that I needed to prove something to him. I didn't need his, I didn't need him to see me the way I always had. It was a foreign feeling that I actually in the moment really embraced with a lot of compassion. Uh, Cause I saw him as an adult, I was an adult, but for the first time from my perspective, we were detached. There wasn't that, same father-daughter connection that I always, you know, wanted. Anyways, he he proceeded to ask me about my health and my wellness and why I needed the water machine. All valid questions, um, especially coming from, you know, a potential investor. And he nodded and asked more questions and said he had no idea I had autoimmune presentation and possibly lupus or other unexplained disorders, whatever. I mean, why the hell would he ever know that about me? We are estranged. I, on the other hand, know absolutely nothing about him either. He did confide some personal things in, uh, to me, which I was like shocked that he opened up to me in, in the, that way. Uh, but the point I'm trying to make here is that the conversation was pleasant. However, at no point did I feel the need to seek his approval. I didn't care if he believed me or not. I didn't have that desperation for his approval at any level. Like sometimes I tried to pretend that I wasn't desperate for his approval. <laughs> this one, this time there was no, it was gone. That, that need was gone. And towards the end of the meal, he actually told me that he would not be buying the machine for me. And I knew, I knew deep down in, t in my knowing that he, he would say no. I knew that. But I still asked him because I hadn't fully learned the lesson yet. It wasn't time for me to fully let go and heal. I needed, I like, this was the ultimate um, teaching, I believe. The moment he said no, I, I actually felt another expansion. It was a, a deep 
shift. It was really deep in the layers that I released something and I forgave him for everything. The moment he said no, I like lifted up. Okay, I was lifted. And then he followed that up by telling me that he thought my email request, because I, I did ask him to meet through email, he thought that it was actually like a spam email from some like spammy identity thieving scam artist. <laughs> and and when he realized that it was I was actually asking him for help, he was like shocked. So that's all fine and good. And I, I laughed when he said that. I'm laughing again now. Uh, it's almost as though like his disbelief in me re- reaching out was also, it was actually validation. It was the validation I needed towards my new set of beliefs. And I sur- like I immediately surrendered to my knowing. I immediately trusted my gut feeling with him in the deepest of levels. It was it was a really powerful moment that, you know, otherwise would have made me feel really small and insignificant and unloved in my life. I, I did not have those feelings. He then, you know, went on and did his his thing and he proceeded to tell me how I should make money and challenged my worth as an entrepreneur and an influencer and said some things that I would have considered extremely rude and mean about the way he thought I was living and the way he thought I should be living. Also fine and good. He's a grown ass man and he's allowed to have an opinion. Where my expansion was evident in that moment was that I am also a grown ass woman and I am no longer attached to his opinion. In other words, I didn't take what he was saying personally whatsoever. It was just like I held space for him to share just as he held space for me to share. And I wasn't angry about his decision. I didn't leave and gossip and tell stories about how he doesn't love me and doesn't care about me. I actually appreciated him for buying me a lovely dinner. And I walked out of the restaurant with, you know, my head held high and no ill feelings. I had made a decision to ask him for support. I had no expectation. I got a visit with a man who fathered me and a lovely meal out of it. And that's sort of like the end of the story. It was the first time I walked away from my dad without that, without any size of rip in my heart. Like sometimes the ping is just like a little tap. Sometimes it's a mass of like unzipping and blood blasting out of my heart. But this time there was zero strings to be pulled. Interesting, isn't it? Zero. That is power. That is powerful. That is my power. And that is the power that any of you can hold for yourself. Like, what an epic learning. What an epic shift. This is... This is the benefit that walking away with my head, my head, like with my integrity and with my knowing and my truth and believing in myself, that like that is the benefit. That is the new benefit from my new perspective and belief about who I am and what I am worth. And I say benefit because when we hold on to our beliefs, whether they're serving us in a positive way or not, Uh, we're holding them because in one way or another, we are benefiting from them. So for me, you know, in previous years, my victim personality loved being denied by my dad. I loved getting pity from my friends and my family and I loved gossiping about him 
and be, because it gave me a boost in feelings of superiority. Like gossiping and making him the bad guy made me the good guy. And there's like because there is always a benefit to what we believe, or else we wouldn't believe them. Believe it. However, now my benefit is serving my own damn power. Ta-da! <laughs> Get it? So despite all of, you know, the shit circulating on planet Earth right now, the pandemic, the politics, the financial stress, the anxiety about the future, the schools opening, the virus stress, the blah, 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 insert stress maker here, there is opportunity for growth and expansion. It's hidden in the day-to-day stuff. It's hidden in that awareness practice work that we are doing together. It's, there is so much opportunity for growth in our self-love and appreciation and for space to take our, take your power and use it for your own damn self, whatever that might look like. Are you using your power? Are you giving it away? Uh, really, right? Isn't, isn't that a great question? Are you using it for your own damn self or giving it away for your own damn self? So what do you believe? And how is that belief serving you? Brilliant question. And the question keeps coming up for me over and over again. And that is how I've been able to, you know, realize this expansion and use it as an opportunity. The answer may not come right away, though. You probably, or many people, probably have no clue what the hell you believe in the first place because your agreements were made when you were a kid, super long time ago. And and they have just, you have just sort of used, I don't want to say the excuse, but have used the saying, this is just how it's always been, or this is just who I am. This is just, is it just who you are? Or is it just who you've chosen to be? Because it's a choice, Right. And whether you made that agreement by yourself or you were handheld by your parents or caretakers or whoever your whole entire life. So now I want to talk about my course. I think now is the time uh, because this is what the course is all about, really. It's all encompassing and, and it's essentially it's a six week program called The Big Shift Transform, redesign, and connect to your knowing. Oh, the title just gives me like chills, to be honest, because it is a big shift. Okay, it's preparing you and teaching you how to shift and transform your life. It's an interactive online program that teaches you and supports you and gives you the tools to shift your life at your own pace. I mean, this course that launches October the 5th is designed for you to complete one module module per week with the support and guidance from me. However, we all know that life is life and things get in the freaking way. So you will have lifelong access to the course content. So you can do it at your own pace. You will learn how to understand and practice awareness. You will learn to understand and rewrite your beliefs, build a new and unconditional love foundation, improve your relationship to yourself and to others, You're going to heal your past traumas and pain bodies. And best of all, live your truth with integrity for a worry-free, guilt-free, and stress-free life. Like, ugh, doesn't that sound great? Is 
it's time to take responsibility for yourself and treat yourself like the superstar that you are. So the program includes six modules for the six weeks. There's 43 lessons. When you sign up, it starts October 5th, like I said, you will get three one-on-one 20-minute coaching calls with me. So I will talk to you directly. If you choose to, you, you don't need to have that option, but it is available. You will also have access to the Elisa Unfiltered Facebook group for lifelong support. You'll always be in that group. Um, like I said, the next program begins Monday, October the 5th. So it is like five weeks away or so, just under. Um, it is beginning in just over a month's time. So you'll have a lot of time to think about this. And this is a massive commitment to yourself. But trust me, you're going to deep dive into yourself and pull up a ton of shitty shit and break through that shitty shit with confidence and live your truth. Let me ask you this. What would it feel like to stand in your own power? What would it feel like to feel in alignment and make choices that fill your cup with love and unconditional acceptance? Can you imagine creating a world around you that heals, fulfills, and serves your highest good? Your highest power. You can do it. I can help. If you want to know more about this program, follow me on Instagram at, at Elisa Curry Lots. That's at E-L-I-S-A-K-U-R-Y-L-O-W-I-C-Z. I will be dropping loads of information there. I am also hosting a few free webinars in my Level Up sessions. So the first one's already full. However, we'll be doing a lot of these. And here's a sneak peek sort of uh, teaser alert for all of my Elisa Unfiltered listeners. If you join my level, my free level up sessions, so any session, you're going to get a big discount code for my course. It's a big discount. So keep your eyes and ears peeled. Turn on your post notifications and sign up right away. The last level up session on self-talk and body image, it sold out in 24 hours. Cool? Cool beans? So yes, sign up for those. You'll get a discount code and that will begin the process, right? So it will help you to join the program with a little bit of a kickback for me because you're so special and I love you guys and I want to work with you and I think we can do some really freaking amazing things together. Anyways, I do want to wrap up the show by saying how excited I am about this work and about sharing my journey with all of you and all of my life learnings with you. And I truly believe that the power to shift your life is in each and every one of you. You have the power. It's harnessing it and recognizing it and then stepping into it. The question is, are you ready for your big shift? Okay, that's all for me today. If you loved this episode, please take a screenshot and share it in your social media. Don't forget to tag me at at Elisa Curry Lowitz. I would also love for you all to head over to Apple Podcasts or Google Play and hit that subscribe button. Give the show a five-star rating and leave a written review. Thank you all so much for listening. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time.